This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 12. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Jenish Pandya. One of the crucial parts of getting known as the authority in your industry is engagement with your audience. Some of the social media sites such as Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn provide a really great platform to do just that. Engagement over social media is good for building a healthy relationship with your clients and customers, but you need to be careful about what you post and how relevant it is. Simply put, you need to be digitally conscious. And to talk about digital consciousness, I've invited along the award-winning Tanil Bentley from Socialite Media, who has also built a training course on digital consciousness. Tanil Bentley has been successfully building companies for over 11 years. She has been the true essence of creating her own destiny to becoming a highly respected and nationally sought-after authority, speaker, and educator in the areas of new media, technology, entrepreneurialism, conscious business leadership, and philanthropy. Tanil was presented the Australian Leadership Award 2013 for Digital Media and Philanthropy, as well as the Australian Financial Review 2013 Top 100 Most Influential Women in Australia. She also received the induction into the WA Women's Hall of Fame by the Governor. But before we get into what the award-winning Tanil Bentley has to share with us, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, SiteGround. SiteGround is a WordPress and Joomla specialized hosting company. They add custom-made solutions to your hosting to make your website faster, safer, and better supported than anywhere else. I use SiteGround to manage my websites as well as my clients' and it is mainly because of their 24-7 chat support and automated backup services. So if you're fed up with the poor services of your current web hosts, are looking to start a new website, then SiteGround is the place for you. Go to keytoauthority.com slash SiteGround to get started. Now, here is Tanil Bentley. Hey, Tanil, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, after interviewing Charlie, he mentioned that I have to get you on the show. And after meeting you in person, it was confirmed like 100%. So I really appreciate you coming along. Thanks for having me. Janelle, you shared a lovely story and I was very inspired when we met in person. So if you would be kind enough to share that story again with our listeners, that would be really great. So how did you become what you are and what you're doing? Yeah, sure. So my journey began, uh, I started off at very humble beginnings as a, um, as a receptionist and I went on to build uh, multi-million dollar businesses, a uh, global charitable organisation and, and advise and govern some of the largest boards uh, in Australia and some of the largest brands in the world. And so the journey has been nothing short of epic and uh, it sort of started off when, you know, I, I always had a curiosity, a hunger for life and the experiences that for all that it brings. Digital media and philanthropy are the two great things that I love the most. So my next project, which I launched this year, was Digital Consciousness. It was about bringing the two worlds that I love together and looking at how can we digitally enhance humanity through empowerment and through education tools. And that's sort of what I do. So now what I do 
instead of teaching the large corporations, which I've taught some of the biggest brands in the world, how to use social media effectively, I now um, teach this. I want to bring it back to the grassroots, to the local businesses, to the small businesses and teach them uh, what would, uh, what would otherwise be a $40,000 strategy into a 12 week online program. That's like 49 bucks a week, super affordable and just really easily accessible because for me, it's all about local. I was just like, no, I'm going to bring this back. I'm going to, I got oh, this information I've got is gold, but I don't want to be feeding it anymore at that level. I want to bring it back to the local level because I believe in local communities. I believe that we need to be supporting each other in, in, in the, at that level with um, other communities and stop, uh, you know, it is the era, it's, we're in the era of uh, the entrepreneur revolution, you know. Um, Daniel Priestley puts it beautifully. He wrote a book called The Entrepreneur Revolution, you know, and it was all about the fact that we have had the agricultural revolution and the industrial revolution, and now we're heading into the entrepreneur revolution, and that's what I believe, and that's why I believe in the small business and that I used to be a small business, and so I would have loved for someone to give me this information. I completely (laughs) agree. That's where we're at. (laughs) That's That's and in the sense of bringing back to the grassroots and helping out the little people in terms of the business owners who are bringing in this and making a massive difference, though even on a smaller scale, but combined together, it makes a big difference. So, Tanil, tell me, what is the key to digital consciousness? Um, well, the main key to digital consciousness is about, like I said, educating Small businesses, charities, and startups, uh, in using, uh, the, the digital mastery package that I, that I use online. And that's educating them at a, at that level about how to get their, what their message of love, how to get that out into the world as quickly as possible. Uh, and that's really what, um, the education component of it is. Then the empowerment component is what we do is, um, I, I put free resources on my website and I give people access to information about that may not be available in, you know, the for-profit media. So it's about things that are going on in the real world, what's going on in the community, um, you know, some interesting topics, looking into, say, you know, neuroscience, quantum physics, um, all sorts of different levels of, of just consciousness and awareness um, because, you know, it, looking at it at, at, at a deeper level. Um, so that's just giving them some access to that and really the idea of bringing those two things together is really edu- – I feel like I can make a bigger impact – by working with small businesses and local communities because we can have a massive ripple effect in if we think about what we post before we post it in the digital world. You know, the impact of what we say online is so incredibly important to humanity beyond the five sense modalities. It's it's beyond what we think we can see, touch, feel, you know, it's it's beyond that. And it's about thinking about what is the message and vibration or if you if you want to say it like that or the frequency of my message that I'm sending out there to the world is it negative is it make because the negative the ripple effects are bigger than what we believe you know or bigger than what we what we think and so I want to be able to educate small businesses and charities and startups to be able to one get very strategic first with how they're going to get out on on the space and that's with that digital mastery course but two do it from a heart center point of view and really challenge yourself to think about what, what is that message? What is that authentic message going to be that you're going to send out into the world? And so that's sort of my ripple effect, I suppose, that I want to leave in the world is about 
converting and changing the way that the digital media world is is used because I believe the traditional media world is abused with, you know, the net worth equals self-worth, get a bigger car, get a – I mean, I just heard the other day that in an audio book that, um, you know, the storage, um, you know, like storage warehouses, it's like a $22 billion industry. Like we are storing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we are storing, we're storing stuff in, cause we can't fit it in our house and we've got so much stuff. And it's like, why do we need all this stuff? Like we, we always keep thinking we need more and more and more and more. And it's just about, for me, if I can have a positive ripple effect on working with those local companies, green companies, people that are doing something that enhance humanity in some way. And if we can make that effect in the digital media world, that ripple effect is huge. I mean, there's massive social movements that happen on social media, Occupy Wall Street, Coney 2012s, you know, all those kinds of things that really shift the consciousness of humanity. So digital consciousness is about being a part of that shift, but educating people how to, how to come from the heart center and send out what they love into the world, but have a beyond that have a positive ripple effect in the consciousness of humanity. So how does a small business go about creating that ripple effect uh, because again considering everyone's budgets and the sort of things because quite a few people use a lot of advertising the big companies but what can a small business do that that they can go about doing that ripple effect kind of thing yeah look i think it's about you know you can see some small businesses and some individuals have got bigger followings than some of the big brands (laughs) so it's not impossible to do it comes down to a few key things One is really considering your execution, how often you're going to be posting in there. The other thing is your engagement. How much engagement are you going to have? And what what is your engagement strategy? You need to be thinking about on a six-month strategy. And it's about that's what this mastery course teaches you is how to write a good strategy. A lot of businesses go out there and jump on there and don't really have any kind of plan. And that's where they fall off. That's where they commit today's SMS, the social media suicide, (laughs) you know. So they need to make sure that they have got a good plan in place and that's what this this sort of assists in doing. And in that plan, you've got to consider your execution, how often you're going to post it's, and, and what channels you're going to go down, um, what your engagement strategy is going to be and you divide that into two different areas. So it might be uh, with your engagement strategy, it might be looking at, uh, you know, what is your your month-by-month overall strategy for each month and then drill that down into a micro strategy from monday to friday so what is your like it could be mondays like a madness monday tuesdays like you know um you know trickery tuesday or something like that you come up with ideas and things for each day to be a specific um topic related post and you start planning this out and then you start to define what your advertising approach is going to be you can really get out there and 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 get on the space for as little as you know four or five hundred bucks a month and you can start to get a good following, but it's also about what you do offline. The two go hand in hand. What are you doing on the ground to get yourself positioned as a thought leader? And also what are you doing online? Because that's really effectively what you need to do. Uh, and then also, so in the advertising space, I mean, you've got some pretty cool tools now in Facebook remarketing, um, you know, where you can start to get some good conversions. So that's a better, better bang for buck. Uh, and you know, so they, they can certainly, if they don't have the budget, and you know, if you don't have a big budget like a big corporation, I wouldn't care about that. I think if you do it a bit at a time and you put a few hundred bucks away each month, you should be able to get a good consistent flow. It won't be as quick as, you know, if you have more money to invest in advertising, but it will still create a good effective 
um, you know, slow and steady kind of approach to getting a good amount of people coming in um, and always upskilling yourself in the social media space so you know what's going on. Uh, the other thing as well is if you are doing your advertising, it's about making sure you are looking at different ways of how you break up your demographic and understand who is who is your target market. Now, when I talk about this, I always say, make sure you give that target market a character. Make them a person. Mine is Ariel, right? So I've got my target market. Okay, so she's Ariel. Who is she? She's a 35-year-old woman. She's got two kids. She's working a day job in the corporate world. And she uh, likes to spend the weekends with her kids and she has to work. She works and very dedicated through the week. She likes red shoes or this, that and the other. You know, you come up with create the character, an actual character of who your target market is going to be. Okay. And give it a name, give it a person, make it real. And all the things they believe in, all the things they value, because all of that's going to drive how you market online. And you also got to consider what your key objectives are, picking only one, one or two at the most. You know, is it brand awareness? Is it thought leadership? Is it brand loyalty? Is it customer service? Start to think about what those objectives are. So the planning process is the best tool you can have. If you have a small budget, then planning is all you've got left and a little and, and if you can put us put aside a bit of bit of money for the um advertising and I would say if you don't have money for advertising then don't even start doing it on Facebook because you won't be seen. Uh, the algorithms within Facebook dictate that in order to be seen, you have to pay. It's a monopolized entity. Yes, it sucks, but <laughs> that's what you got to make the best that you got. I mean, they've got to deliver shareholder value now, so they've got to commercialize what they've got, and they do that by way of doing that through the business channels on Facebook. So, um, yeah, so it's just about knowing all that kind of stuff, and and that's uh, you know that's really what go, what I what I share and teach in that in that uh, mastery course to sort of give them access to that planning process. And you mentioned a little bit about engagement. So what kind of, how do people can, how can they try to generate engagement, either be it through comments or sharing? What are some examples of strategies that you could quickly share with us? Okay, engagement, the best way to get engagement is to look at how, what kind of content you're posting is, you know, that sometimes I say to people, the thing that we, you know, the thing that we think in our day that is the most boring, <laughs> you know, whether it be, going to a meeting, meeting with people, having coffees and doing all these things and the behind-the-scenes stuff, that stuff people tend to like. <laughs> <laughs> so stuff that it's big brother mentality, you know, they do they do enjoy seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff. And this is why I love this space because it's forcing corporations to be real. It's forcing co- the big corporations to suddenly uh, – actually be more transparent about who they are and what they do. So the best way that you can do with engagements and tips is using maybe humanization is a good tool. So what do I mean by humanization? I mean uh, the uh, like tying in things that maybe you and your staff, if you've got staff and if you don't, then it doesn't matter. But what are you doing outside of work? What kind of stuff do you do during the day? Like, you know, do you have a, a pet or a um, or do you have a cause that you support or do you like to go running during the day and things like that? These are going to be some little little bits and pieces that you can use to humanize your brand so people connect with the human element of your brand, okay? So that's that, that's one area where you can increase, you know, or you get your engagement through content. The other way is, is I, I recommend, is doing an industry peer review. So start looking at, say, your top three industry peers and I don't like using the word competitors because 
I don't really believe in that term. I think that we're, you know, we're brought up in this system to believe to compete with each other, compete, compete, be the best, be the best. You must be number one and at, at every cost, you know, and that doesn't work. It doesn't help. We're a collaborative by nature. We are meant to connect and work as a community together. Yes, you can compete with yourself, <laughs> you know, to be your best. You know, but don't go competing with other people because what you end up doing is you're look too busy looking at what they're doing and you've taken your eye off your own path and then no one's looking at your path. <laughs> you've got to keep your eye on your own path to do what you do. So I, I tend to call them industry peers. So do an industry peer review. Go and have a look at a few pages. See what they're doing that's engaging, where they're getting the most engagement and the most shares, the most comments. Um, don't weigh up a page by its likes. Look at the engagement element because when people – do tend to their behavior in purchasing and their behavior in connecting with the brand has everything to do with engagement. They need to, it's about, it's almost like going for a cup of coffee, meeting with someone for the first time. You're not going to say to them, would you like to buy my product within the first one second of meeting them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, then you're going to say to them, hi, how are you? Who are you? So get engaged, get engaged and see what other people are doing, your industry peers are doing and what works and what doesn't. And that will help you start to formulate what your content strategy might be. But don't copy. It's about finding the different things that work and then making it your own. That's the key. That's the key. I agree with that because I think uh, when you mentioned about competition, uh, so there is no competition. It's you have to compete with yourself, and absolutely in terms of like looking to see what others are doing and how you could do better is one of the best strategies some of the people share. So I resonate completely with that. Yeah, and it's and it's really about making it your own. So you find your own unique style to it because nobody is ever going to do your business the way you will. No one's going to have your fingerprint on your business because it's yours and yours only and you set it with your own intention and your own frequency and your own vibration with it. It's yours. So it doesn't matter if someone tries to, you know, when I first started out socialite media, I had people trying to copy what I was doing, you know, and it was just like, well, they're not going to do it at the same like the same way that I would do it. So that's okay. It doesn't bother me, you know. Um, so it's just about understanding that element of it when you're doing your peer industry review. Don't look at these pages and go, oh, my God, they're doing so good. How am I going to do better? And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No. Just look at it for the engagement levels and see what works on their posts. Some other uh, good ideas perhaps for, um, you know, for good engagement is also being proactive in in engaging on other pages Getting, getting, um, building relationships, whether it be through Twitter, through Facebook, through LinkedIn, start getting into conversations. Treat your audience and the people in those groups and also outside of your pages like real people. That's what it is. That's all they are. <laughs> so how would you engage with a real person? You'd contact them. You'd say hi, da, 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 see if there's any synergies. Find good influences in the space as well that align with your brand. So people who, when I say influences, I mean people who have got a good big following of people. Um, that you think are aligned to your brand and that they would be seen as an influencer. But what I would strongly urge is if you are looking at these people is don't go after them with the intention of getting access to their database or their followers, you, you know, because you're not coming for, you're not coming from the right place when you're doing it like that. Go in with finding first question to say to yourself is how can I be of service? How can I be of service to you? because I want to be able to find a win-win here where maybe I can cross-promote what you're doing and vice versa. So find a way where it can be a win-win. And, yes, you do want to you do want to get in contact with them because they're an influencer, but don't go in with that being – don't get attached to that as the outcome. 
You know, go, go in with the intention of figuring out how you can be of service. I wake up every single morning and say to myself, how can I be of service today? Yep. It's give before you take instead of just take, take, take. <laughs> yeah. But it's also giving without any attachment to the outcome. More powerful than just giving alone because some people give and thinking, oh, cool. If I give, I'm going to get back, you know? And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the whole purpose of giving, truly giving is to give without any attachment to the outcome. That's the power of it. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it makes you uh, such a such an awesome version of yourself if you can get to that point. Yeah, and I guess even when you've given without expecting something, it's also good karma, and you've probably helped someone out, which is also a good feeling. It's more than I guess just the money part of it. So to wrap this things quickly, like, are there some tools that you use or? in terms of managing social media side of things or execution or planning, obviously apart from the digital consciousness course, uh, some other softwares or things like that? Uh, yeah, look, I use Sprout Social to measure my audience and that's SproutSocial.com. So that's what I use when I want to measure and see the more in-depth demographics and, and you know, statistics of who my audiences are and that tells you when they engage the most and all that kind of stuff. So then you can figure out when you're going to be posting, um, you know, so if you know that their engagement is on Tuesday, then you're going to post one of your most engaging posts on Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, I use that software. That's a third party software that I use for my social media. Uh, thanks for sharing that one. And so Tanil, what can our listeners take away from uh, today in terms of a, an action they could go and do it right now? I would say to go away and really ask yourself brutally, honestly, what is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing in the first place? And a lot of people do it the other way around. Simon Sinek, TED video, if you haven't seen it, find it, Google it, Simon Sinek. And he talks about this and why something like like a company like Apple does so well. And it's because, you know, they look at the why, the what, and the how are the three areas. Most people go from how to what to why when they describe what they do. You know, you think about when you shake your hand with someone, oh, hi, what do you do? I'm a photographer or I'm in social media or I'm a, um, you know, I, I work in graphic design. No, other way around. Start to delve into what your why is. I inspire people to find their light within to shine because I believe that people's light deserves to shine as bright as it can, you know, and, and, and I just happen to do that through digital consciousness. Uh, I agree. Uh, that's one of my favorite videos. I think I've watched it like 12, 15 times. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I learn something brand new every time I watch it. So it's really good. So, Tanel, how can our audience get in contact with you, be it your Facebook or obviously be it your social media links and websites and things like that? Yeah, for sure. They can get hold of me on um, facebook.com forward slash digital consciousness. Uh, they can also tweet me at Tenille Bentley, uh, so T-E-N-I-L-L-E, Bentley, B-E-N-T-L-E-Y, uh, or they can hop onto the website digitalconsciousness.com.au. No worries. And th again, thanks a lot for sharing all this cool information. And it was really uh, mind-opening, and I've got quite a few things learn learning from there as well. Oh, so good th stuff. <laughs> thanks a lot, Tenille. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed listening to Tanil's insights on social media and digital consciousness. Today's action for you is to watch the Simon Sinek TED video and ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing 
in the first place. And if you'd like to hear Tanil's full story from when she started a business when she was eight years old to now, check out the show notes on keytoauthority.com slash EP012. And don't forget to check out Tanil's course on digital consciousness on digitalconsciousness.com.au. And if you would like to get Simon's next book, Start With Why for free, go to keytoauthority.com slash audible to start a free 30-day trial and get listed. Now, for the links talked about in today's episode and all the other details, to get the show notes, go to keytoauthority.com slash ep012. And if you have any questions or comments, make sure you leave a comment under those show notes. Thank you for listening. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.